Good Tuesday morning and welcome to The Daily Buzz. I'm your host for the week, Sage Miller. If you're on any form of social media, it was hard to miss the news circling about the Supreme Court's leaked draft opinion regarding the right to abortion. Women's issue reporter Becky Jacobs has kept tabs on women's rights, including abortion, in Utah for a while now. So in light of the leaked draft opinion that showed the highest court was prepared to overturn Roe v. Wade, I decided to reach out to Becky to learn more about how the decision could affect Utahns. With us to talk about the recent SCOTUS draft decision is women's reporter and RFA reporter Becky Jacobs. Hey, Becky, how you doing? It's been a lot of reporting today <laughs> and a uh, lot more to do. So yeah, I guess we'll just dive right in. Uh, my very first question is, how did you find out about this decision? I first got an Associated Press news alert and had to reread it a couple times and started getting texts from people and then starting seeing tweets and then I went to Politico and just started reading. I think everyone was talking about it last night. Yeah, it's, it's some pretty big news, right? Um, so kind of just can you break down exactly what this opinion from Alito said and what the implications of it are when it comes to Roe v. Wade? Yeah, so we've been waiting for a decision from the Supreme Court on an abortion case from Mississippi that was expected to come probably around June. Um, and so this draft leaked last night that was published by Politico. And essentially, from my understanding of reading it, it says, um, again, it's a draft, it's not the official decision, which I think is important to note. But it says that Roe v. Wade, the landmark abortion case from 1973, was wrongly decided when it was decided. Um, Roe and Casey, another landmark case from 1992, should be overruled, and the decision about abortions should go back to the states to be decided there. I think you brought up a really great point with this as a draft opinion. It's not published. It's not set in stone. Individuals, right. as of now, can still get access to abortion, correct? Correct. And that's, I think, something that people have been trying to emphasize. But one interesting thing is even when I was talking to some law experts last month, you know, what do we expect from the Supreme Court? The two that I talked to said they didn't see a chance that the, the court was going to rule against Mississippi. Basically, it was whether they were going to overrule Roe or not. So this kind of fits what people were expecting. I think it was just a little um, dramatic to see it written down and leaked so early. And Utah being a primarily Republican state, from my understanding, there's some legislation put in place that if Roe v. Wade were to be overturned, Utah would ban abortion. What does that look like and what is happening on the Utah level when it comes to Roe v. Wade potentially being overturned? Right. We have two laws that could go into effect depending on how the ruling goes. There's the trigger law, which essentially bans most abortions in the state, except for a few exceptions. And there's also the 18-week ban um, that's been on hold with a lawsuit until the Supreme Court ruled in this case, and that would ban abortions, I believe, after 18 weeks. And that also has the same exceptions as the trigger law. And what are those exceptions? So there's three general ones. Um, the first deals with the woman. Um, it says if it is necessary to provide her death or if she has a serious health risk, then an abortion could be done then. The other one involves the fetus and it says two physicians who pr practice maternal fetal medicine have to agree that the fetus has a defect that is uniformly diagnosable and uniformly lethal 
or has a severe brain abnormality that is uniformly diagnosable. And then the third one involves rape or incest, basically saying that you can get an abortion in those cases, but the law also requires that the physician would have to verify that that rape or incest was reported to law enforcement or the proper authorities. And based off our stats that we know, a lot of sexual assault victims don't report their case to the police. Correct. It's underreported. We don't have, uh, you know, the definite number. And I think it's also important to remember that in Utah, you can have a sexual assault kit done where evidence is collected and you get the health care that you need without reporting to police right away. So that's an option for people and may come into play here. I know some states like Oklahoma have omitted those exemptions from access to abortion. From your reporting and your understanding, is Utah on the same track to remove those three exemptions, or are they planning on keeping them in place if Roe v. Wade were to be overturned? That we don't know. Um, the, the two laws that are supposed to go into effect that have been on hold have those exceptions. I think um, every year we see abortion laws, so it wouldn't be surprising after a ruling if it was addressed again next year. I don't know what topics, but I guess we have to stay tuned. What has the reaction been like? I know me looking on Twitter yesterday, there was just a plethora of reactions on both ends of the spectrum, but a little bit more localized lens. What have individuals in the Utah sphere, uh, how have they been responding to this news? I think there was a lot of tweets and sharing and people sharing their personal experiences. Um, you know, I talked with a um, pro-life Utah earlier today and they were telling me, you know, cautiously optimistic. There are some women who I've interviewed who've had abortions and they told me that this felt gutting and very hard to see. And then we saw a lot of reactions from politicians in Utah. Um, from Senator Mike Lee to the governor and the lieutenant governor, where they commented that, you know, the, the leak is unfortunate and we'll see what happens, but Utah has its trigger law in effect um, and ready to go if Roe v. Wade is overturned. And lastly, it's a very stark reality that this trigger law will be triggered if Roe v. Wade were to be overturned, which is going to drastically limit women's access, people with uteruses access to abortion. So if I'm a Utahn that needs that medical service, where do I go? That's a question that we wanted to answer. And so we made a guide free for readers um, on our website. And basically we looked at the states around Utah and their laws and the states where that are the closest where Utahns would have to go to get an abortion if it's further restricted here are Colorado, New Mexico, and Nevada. Um, Idaho, Wyoming, and Arizona also have strict abortion laws. So on our story, we showed you the nearest cities, what the state's laws are. And something when I was talking with a source recently stuck with me is that when a person needs to go find an abortion out of state, it's not necessarily that they're going to go the closest. They may go where they have family or support because this is going to cost money for people to travel and find a place to go. Um, so I think it's really going to depend and vary in different situations. Well, thank you so much, Becky, for joining the Daily Buzz and to talk about your incredibly important reporting, especially in light of this potential decision. Thank you. Thanks, Sage. For more information on Utah's abortion trigger law and where you could receive the medical care if Utah bans abortions, check out Becky's reporting at sltrib.com.
To extrapolate on the reactions Becky touched on, GOP Senators Mike Lee and Mitt Romney praised the court's unofficial decision. In response to the draft opinion, Romney said, quote, The sanctity of human life is a foundational American principle. On the other hand, Utah Democrats spoke out against overturning Roe. Salt Lake City Mayor Aaron Mendenhall said Tuesday, and I quote, There is no freedom without the freedom of choice for our bodies. Sim Gill, the Salt Lake County District Attorney, reminded Utahns that abortions have not yet been outlawed in the Beehive State. To be clear, reproductive choice is still the law in Utah, he said. And that's it for the Daily Buzz today. If you've enjoyed the local news in your ear every morning, consider rating the pod and sharing it with your pals. Today's episode was edited by me, Sage Miller, and a big shout out to Salt Lake City band The Pelicants for our music. Catch y'all tomorrow morning. <laughs>